Hello and welcome to the April 26th edition of the Fantasyland Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Shorten, and we are officially in finals time. We may be one weekend in your league. We may be just starting finals in another league, but finals are here. And this is a very, very, very important time to be playing the waivers and playing them really smart. You want to maximize all of your potential pickups because this is... This is where all the chocolates are won. So stay tuned. I'm going to run through some people at the end of the podcast. As always, my top five waiver wires that I think you should pick up. Before I get to that, a few people reached out and wanted a bit of an update in how I'm tracking the finals. Um, so I suppose here we go. So in seven leagues, I've made finals in every single one of those leagues, three of which starting um, this week. So keen to to get stuck into that. Um, the other four, I have been kind of a week in. So um, one of them, I finished top. So that's the the sole Yahoo one that I'm in. Finished top in that, so I got the week off. Um, then the other three, so one of which is a dynasty and keeper league that I inherited a team the start of this year. Made a couple of trades, didn't really like what they were doing. Um, start of the year, I traded in Miles Turner and Chris Boucher. Obviously, they were... Killing it for me. They were players I picked up really, really cheap um, because nobody really knew of Boucher, especially not in this league. And they pretty much were solely winning me a couple of categories every week, being rebounds, being blocks, especially the blocks. So I was cruising in that. But this week, obviously, we found out, or last week we found out, that uh, the, the guys are going to be out indefinitely, so that really, 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 really hurt my chances of winning. Um, it's a weekly lineup one as well, so the Chris Boucher news really hurt. I uh, wasn't able to make any changes to that, so I got beaten by numbers. I got beaten all over the place. I lost 6-2 in that, so that was really tough. I suppose the good thing is, is it means that my draft pick next year is going to be really good. But yeah, I was sitting second. I went into the into the finals second overall and yeah, got comfortably beaten. So it is what it is. Can't do much about that, but I've got a pretty good core going into next year. Miles Turner, Chris Boucher, Lonzo, hopefully he finds a new home. I've got Vooch, I've got Lillard. I traded into um, Thomas Bryant as well uh, whenever he went down. So I've got a, a couple of really good pieces there, a couple of pieces I want to move, but yeah, unfortunately, I'm out of that one. So that leaves me with another two. So two Yahoo leagues that I'm in. Sorry, not Yahoo. ESPN leagues that I'm in. One of which I'm up 6-3. The other one, I'm down 3-5. The 6-3 one, I am, I've been doing for 10 years or so. These are guys that I grew up with, been doing it for a decade. So the bragging rights here are ridiculous. We put in, I think we put in 50 bucks each at the start of the year. Nobody really cares about that as much. It's all about the bragging rights and it's all about um, who can say that they're one of the greatest fantasies uh, sports people in the in the group. Don't know if you remember, oh, going back months ago, I had a guy on here called Cameron Janky. He won the first five years that we did it. He's in the finals again this year. I'm not playing him, thankfully, but I finished second overall. I'm playing obviously third overall. Um, my team is not great, I will say. I've gone for a point guard heavy lineup and I can't get assists. I can't win assists and I can't win steals. So I'm plugging away, 
I've relied heavily on the waivers and it's pretty much turning into a bit of a game of chess at the moment. Both me and my opponent are in need of turnovers to win the matchup. He's got Simmons out. He's got Sabonis out, which helps with that. And there's a fair bit of movement throughout the day before the day. So I'll put a player onto my bench to save turnovers and he'll do the same. So then I'll go back and vice versa just to, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It certainly hurts with productivity through my day job, but yeah, it's, um, it's good. It's six, three at the moment. Tomorrow could turn. I could be down five, four. I've got four categories pretty well locked. So it's just a matter of getting one other. The other one, I'm three, five down. So that's a one that I, uh, it's a work-based league. So I finished top in that one. Uh, embarrassingly, I'm being beaten by a guy from the UK who doesn't follow the NBA. It's his first year doing it. Um, still got another week. So these are two-week ones. So two weeks and then two weeks for the grand final. So, yeah, it's not looking great. Um, I seem to claw it back and then he seems to to jet off again. So if I lose, I'm pretty much going to put it down to a couple of things, one of which he is an avid listener of the podcast and he downloaded a copy of the draft guide at the start of the year. So he got all of my sleepers, all of my busts, um, all the players that I was targeting. So that's one excuse that I'm going to make. The other excuse is that I've been hit really, really hard in that one. Um, I did have a healthy Miles Turner. I've had Miles Turner pretty much everywhere. DeMontis Sabonis, Donovan Mitchell, Kevin Porter Jr. So... Obviously, I had Lillard as well. He was out for uh, an early chunk of it. So it uh, makes it pretty tough, but we persist. We, we keep going. There's not much you can do about it. Everyone gets hit with injuries. and Everyone gets hit with uh, with COVID from time to time, unfortunately. But the good thing about that league is I only it is an eight-category league, so I only do need to get um, four categories. But, yeah, right now he's got me pretty well bent over a barrel. So it's going to be tough. Um that's a bit of an update. Hopefully, whenever I'm talking to you at the end of this week, I will have won all of my matchups um, and through to grand finals or semifinals all over the place. But yeah, look, can't win them all. Hopefully, if I can get if I can get three wins out of the seven, I'll be pretty happy with that. So we'll see how we go. So on to the waiver wise. Before I do. Please, I would appreciate it if you could hit the follow and the subscribe button in the off-season. Whenever we get there, I'm going to do a bit of um, bit of work into my draft guide, into my sleepers, into my bus and things like that. So I'd love for you guys to be the first ones to hear about that. So yeah, hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button across whatever you're listening to it on. Um, and then, yeah, if you can also add us on Instagram and on Twitter at Mark Fantasyland. That would be awesome. On to the waiver wires and updates part of it. So, as always, what I look at is I look at the schedule, which I'm going to go through in a second. I look at players who have got a really good run, ways that you can maximize your waivers, um, hot hands, tanking teams, injuries, all that sort of stuff. So, this week, it's a pretty obvious one where I'm going with this. There's four teams that have, uh, well, there's three teams that have five games on the schedule. So you got Dallas, you got OKC, and you got Toronto. They all have double headers to start the week, and you've also got Minnesota, who's also got a double header. Those are the only four teams: so Dallas, Minnesota, OKC, and Toronto. 
only teams that start the week with the back-to-back. Reason I love that is because you get two plays for the price of one. You could pick up, say you're running with two or three waivers, you could get six games out of three waivers to start your week and then you can assess from there. So I really like that. The other reason I love these guys this week is you've got two teams that are in pretty full, that are in pure tank mode. So I love targeting OKC. I love targeting Toronto for a couple of opportunities there. So the ones that I, the number one player that I really like, I love the look of Ken Birch with um, Chris Boucher down. Chris Boucher is down for God knows how long. So I think that he is going to get the start. He's going to get the lion's share of the minutes. He's going to be playing close to 30 minutes a game. He, with time, he doesn't, he's not going to go lights out, but he is going to be pretty damn consistent. So he can knock down a triple. He doesn't really turn the ball over all that much. He's going to get you 10, 12 points. He's going to get you a couple of blocks. He's going to get you a steal. He's going to get you seven or eight boards. He shoots pretty well from the field. He's not too bad from the line. So I really, really like Ken Birch as a solid player to start your week because he's going to really help you out whenever it comes to categories across the board and especially that field goal percentage, which is one that a lot of people target. Um, The second player I really like is Darius Baisley. Similar sort of reasons. He is someone who is going to just get you stats across the board. If you're in a nine-category league, maybe think about another player besides Darius Baisley. Darius Baisley, don't know how, but he turns the ball over a hell of a lot. He, over the last 15 days, he's averaging three turnovers per game, but he also is averaging 19 points per game, seven rebounds, one and a half triples, um, getting to the line five times a game, going at 75% of steal. Uh, he's just He's really, really solid if you're needing points to start your week and you're not going to be too concerned about your turnovers. If you're in an eight-category league, I'd grab him pretty quickly because he's going to get a lot of usage. He is someone who is going to be polarizing his usage. Sorry, usage, not his usage. His roster percentage ebbs and flows depending on how he's going. Uh, They have a deep team. They do like to share it around a bit but they are steering away from players who are going to win them games. Darius Baisley, he just gets in, he just gets it done. He's almost like a Harrison Barnes type player. So I really like him. I think that he's somebody that you should target this week. As I said, OKC have got the double header and they are going to be trying to lose those games. So they're going to be giving the players, all their young players, the ball quite a bit. The other one I like is Theo Maladin. He's only owning 7% of leagues but he is playing some really, really good basketball at the moment. Over the last seven days, he's going at 13 points per game, five and a half assists, two triples, and 86% from the line at three and a half shots per game. I will caveat that by saying he doesn't steal the ball much, doesn't block. He's only going at 39% from the field, and he is going at at 2.5 turnovers per game. So again, if you're in a nine-category league, or you're playing turnovers, maybe think about, or if you're punching turnovers, hey, grab Theo Maladin because chances are you're also going for assists and he's going to get a lot of them over the next couple of days um, given that they've got a five-game week as well. So Theo Maladin is also somebody that I would be looking at. The other two, 
that I've got here, I I can't really get excited about either, to be perfectly honest. Dorian Finney-Smith, he's in there because of that schedule. The main person in Dallas we all know is Luka Doncic. But Finney-Smith is playing some really good basketball at the moment. Over the last week, he's averaging 16 points per game, nearly four triples at 67% shooting. Now, those are 35 minutes a game. The minutes may stay there, but going at four triples on 67% shooting is just not sustainable. So, buyer beware. He is going to have a game where he's not going to do that. You may want to drop him, but he doesn't shoot the ball all that often anyway. He's only going to be getting seven or eight shots per game. So he's not going to absolutely destroy you in field goal, but he doesn't really contribute all that much elsewhere. So double header to start the week, like all of these guys, if they're available, I'd be grabbing them because you get two players for the price of one on your waivers. So I'd be grabbing DFS if you get a chance to. The other one I got here is Gary Trent Jr. Now he's in an absolute slump. He is a shooter. He is decent defender as well. He's going to get you some steals. Over the last seven days, he has only been playing 22 minutes per game. Expect that to tick up. 11 points, sorry. Yeah, 11 points per game, 2.3 steals, two triples. He is going to 31% from the field. He's still getting 14 shots per game. So once he increases that to, you know, 40%, 45% from the field, he's going to be back up at 16 points, 17 points per game. So Gary Trent Jr. is somebody that I definitely think that you should look at to start your week. As I said, he's got a double header. Chances are he's going to have a great game in one of those and you're going to run to the wave wire if you don't already have him. So players and teams to target, Toronto, Dallas, OKC, Minnesota. Players that I really want to grab and I'm going to grab everywhere. So if you're in one of my leagues, bad luck. I've probably already got these guys, but the number one on my list is Ken Birch. I think he's going to get a bit of it done all over the place. They really like him as well as somebody. They brought him in for a reason. Um, they don't trust Chris Boucher. They don't love Aaron Baines. He's not a good defender. So Ken Birch is somebody that they're definitely going to play down the um, down the stretch. Toronto also love resting players. They're like half a game out or a game out of the playoffs, and I don't know why they're resting players, but whatever they are. So you can't really drop your... Van Vliet's, your Kyle Lowry's, your Siakam's, your OG's, but you can pick up your Ken Birch's and your Malachi Flynn's. If you've got waivers where you can pick up and drop the same day, I would be looking at Malachi Flynn as a as a sneaky in there as well, um, especially if you get news that there's going to be some sitting from um, Kyle Lowry or, and or FVV. The other one, as I said, Darius Baisley and Theo Maladin, You'd probably be expecting, given I've been beating the Moses Brown drum for a long time, he's winning them games. He is that good. The kid is that good that he's winning them games. He's what seven foot two, seven foot three, bounces around the court, gets it done. He had something crazy like six or seven offensive boards in a quarter the other day. He's winning them games, so they're not playing him. So they'll play him for 10, 15 minutes. He's going to get on top of his opponent, and then they're going to sit him because, hey, they don't want to win games. They're in full tank mode. They're trying to maximize their picks. So I like Moses Brown, but I think that there is better out there. And then the other ones are obviously your Gary Trent Juniors and your Dorian Finney-Smiths. 
One player I think that you should also be mindful of and keep an eye out is JJ Redick. Don't know when it happened, but JJ Redick is now playing for the Dallas Mavericks. So we know that the way that Dallas plays, Luca is a drive and dish guy. He is someone who he's been criticized in the past for getting assists for assists' sake. And JJ Redick is as good a shooter as there are. So he has his minutes have been trending up. He's going to have the same role that he has in every single year that he plays in the NBA and the exact same role that he has at every club he plays at. He's going to be a three-point specialist. So if you need that and you see his minutes trending up and getting up to 20, 22, 23 minutes per game, definitely keep an eye on on JJ Redick as well. Um, I feel like I went off on a, a little bit of a tangent there, but yeah, Ken Birch is my number one there. Theo Maladin and Darius Baisley are my next two. So go ahead and grab them. As always, don't forget to hit the bot, hit the button and follow and subscribe. Good luck for all of you guys playing in finals. Apologies if you didn't make it this year, but we will uh, we'll get you there for next year. We'll we'll do a pretty in-depth um, discussion and deep dive into some players coming into next year. But good luck for those in finals. Don't forget to rate and subscribe, and I'll talk to you in a week. Bye.